లైట్స్ ఆన్ ది ఉపనిషత్స్ నైన్టీన్త్ సెషన్ శ్రీ టీవీ కపాలి శాస్త్రీస్ వర్క్ ఓం శ్రీ గురుభ్యో నమ హరి ఓం శ్రీ గణేశాయ నమ డాక్టర్ కృష్ణమూర్తి శాస్త్రి దంబే పునచ కర్ణాటక ఇండియా సో టుడేస్ నైన్టీన్త్ సెషన్ ది ట్విన్ డివైన్ పవర్స్ now we proceed to consider the aspect of dualism represented by the twin powers ashwins why are they always mentioned as an inseparable dual god head there are some gods who join with the other gods individually for effective action directed towards a definite purpose and these are figured in the vedic rites and are mentioned in the hymns also mitra and varuna hmm? mitra varuna అగ్ని అండ్ సోమ అగ్ని సోమ సోమౌ మిత్రావరుణౌ ఇంద్ర అండ్ అగ్ని ఇంద్రాగ్ని అగ్ని అగ్ని అగ్నయ అగ్ని ద్వివచన సోమౌ ద్వివచన అగ్ని సో అగ్నిశోమౌ మిత్రావరుణౌ ఇంద్రాగ్ని సోమ అండ్ పురు పూషణ్ సోమ పూషన్ పూషా పూషానౌ పూషాన సోమ పూషానౌ ఆర్ ఎ ఫ్యూ ఎగ్జాంపుల్స్ ఆఫ్ డ్యువల్ గాడ్ హెడ్స్ బట్ దే ఆర్ డిఫరెంట్ అండ్ కంబైన్ టు ఫామ్ ఇన్ టు ఎ డ్యువల్ డివినిటీ ఆన్ ఒకేషన్స్ అండ్ దెన్ సెపరేట్ బట్ ది అశ్విన్స్ ఆర్ నాట్ సెపరేటెడ్ ఫ్రామ్ ఈచ్ అదర్ దే ఆల్వేస్ అపియర్ టుగెదర్ never singly but in sen- in this sense they are inseparable not that they are identical or interchangeable but are coexistent interdependent for their effective functioning which they discharge in common in common therefore separate they appear and act together they are born separately spotless nana jatau are pasa are pasa నానా జాతౌ అరే పసా సో సింగ్స్ ది సీర్ పౌర ఆత్రేయ ఋగ్వేద దే ఆల్వేస్ యాక్ట్ టుగెదర్ ఫర్ ది సేమ్ పర్పస్ లైక్ టూ ప్రెస్ స్టోన్స్ అగైన్ ఇన్ ఋగ్వేద ఇన్ సమేర్ అదర్ ప్లేస్ ఇట్ ఈస్ సెడ్ సో దే ఆర్ కాల్డ్ నా సత్య అండ్ దసరా గృత్సమదాస్ హిమ్న్ గృత్సమద ఋషీస్ హిమ్న్ టు అశ్విన్ లైకన్స్ దెమ్ టు ఎ స్ప్లెండెడ్ మ్యారీడ్ ప్యార్ టు ది టూ లిప్స్ దాట్ స్పీక్ స్వీట్ వర్డ్స్ టు ది టూ నాస్ట్రిల్స్ టూ హ్యాండ్స్ అండ్ టూ టు మెనీ అదర్ ప్యార్స్ ఆల్ ఆఫ్ విచ్ హ్యావ్ కామన్ ఆబ్జెక్ట్స్ ఇన్ దియర్ రెస్పెక్టివ్ ఫంక్షన్స్ వాట్ దెన్ ఈజ్ ది నేచర్ ఆఫ్ డ్యువలిజం దాట్ ది అశ్విన్స్ రెప్రజెంట్ ఇన్ ప్రిన్సిపల్ earlier we mentioned the double principle of light and power that is constantly figured in the hymns of the rishis certainly no effective action anywhere in creation is possible without a buyun principle governing it creation itself sprouts grow, uh, grows branches out bears fruit from a root above beyond the all we can comprehend and that is a buyun principle inherent in the absolute the one without a second 
in the parlance of the ancient vedanta it is a force that inheres in the consciousness of the absolute being which is the momentum for creation consciousness without the force is unthinkable shiva shaktya yukto yadi bhavate shakta prabhavitum na che devam nahi bhavati spanna prabhavati spanditum api in saundarya lahari shankaracharya told without the shakti huh? shiva cannot just move also mm-hmm. just vibrate also so it is the force that inheres in the consciousness of the absolute being which is the momentum for creation consciousness without the force is unthinkable and beyond expression avyakta mm-hmm. anuhya without any qualities that is nirakara nirguna so due to this maya or due to the its shakti only it is expressible force is nothing without its capital reserve and basis in the consciousness of which it is a revelation and expression so it is just expression of that paratattva only that absolute consciousness one in being and purpose yet they are two in principle distinct in formation they vary in kind and degree knowledge and will or light and power always the uh, underlying double principle of all movements in nature dwandho samasikasya cha krishna also told in gita in samasa um, that is in language dwandva uh, that is two like uh, purusha and prakriti hmm? there are two god also in two forms so always the underlying double principle of all movements in nature maintains itself and governs every field of creation knowledge and will like that uh, light and power in that way even where appears a predominance of will or power there is the element of knowledge or light and vice versa therefore in the vedic symbolism ashwins are two distinct formations of the same godhead for the same purpose but representing severally light and the power or knowledge and will representing severally light and power of power or knowledge and will with an intimacy of understanding and a mutual dependence because of their immediate relation of mutuality they embody the forces of harmony and beauty and health and joy their own archetypal interdependence and harmony in the cosmic functioning brings to bear on us the necessity of realizing the interdependence of things and beings the balance and harmony that is preserved among them by a unifying principle by the great secret their mutual relation is that of a balance and harmony but their but neither of them can be explained by itself without the term of the other and therefore their mutual dependence and balance and harmony can be explained by that one secret the madhu the delight of being in all existence which effects supports and holds them in close affinity it is this delight that makes possible the harmony and expl- harmony and explains and unfolds the necessity of diverse forms in the manifested existence and gives them their value to realize the interdependence of things and beings human and others is a ne- uh, uh, the to realize the interdependence of things and beings human and others is a necessary step towards a knowledge of the secret delight that maintains the diversity for self expression and therefore for variations in form of the essential self delight 
If it were a question of arriving at the supreme delight, the Ananda Brahman or Atman, the self-delight, the doctrine of Madhu would not be necessary and the quoting of the riks devoted to Ashwins would signify less than nothing. But the Madhu doctrine teaches that the diversity in creation is the manifestation of a secret delight that all things, howsoever heterogeneous and warring they may appear, are held together by a secret harmony effected in them by the hidden creative self-delight of the Supreme, who is the effulgent self, the immortal. The Upanishad perceives the Vedic truth of Madhu and the Ashwins and teaches here the seeking of Madhu in the manifestation of all things and beings and not the delight that is unrelated, unrelated to the cosmic existence. It concludes with four verses, two of which are riks addressed, addressed to Ashwins. One is a verse, not a rik. Verse is Gadya, that is Yajus. Rik is Padya, that is poem. Gadya means prose. Prose is Yajus. Uh, rik is Padya or poem. That is having uh, met- meters, metrical it is. This is non-metrical verse. Yajus. Describing the soul as a bird and the last again is a rick to Indra as the original typal form of all forms and this last is indeed an appropriate conclusion to the topic as it is the delight in created forms that is the subject of instruction in this section of the Vradharneka Upanishad. So, next let us continue the Madhu doctrine of the Upanishad in the next session. So, this ends the 19th session of Lights on the Upanishads. Next we shall see 20th session tomorrow. Hare Rama. Om Tat Sat.